Hello and welcome. And before beginning today's episode, I would just like for all of us to uh, check in with where we are in this moment. And do you feel settled or are there many thoughts going through your mind at this moment? Do you feel any emotions that are reacting in your body? Just simply be aware of what is happening right now. For me personally, I've been struggling a great deal these last few days. And it's been largely due to my mental health. And there's been what feels like lots of dysfunction happening in the mind, where the mind is experiencing lots of trauma and stress and it's um, it's had a it's had a an effect in the last few days especially. For those of you who've been listening for a while now, you'll know that I've been sh- uh, challenged by mental health for a number of years. And it's been tough to be to be present. From one point of view, there's been an awareness of the last few days. With suffering comes for me comes awareness of that. There's Awareness of how much I'm suffering or if I'm experiencing emotional pain or mental stress. And there's almost been a practice of surrendering to the state of my mind. the unpredictability of my mind in this moment where it's very difficult to plan and there's almost two sides to this one side is the suffering and the challenge of of managing to to get through each day but on the other side there is almost a drawing to presence like a magnet as being in the mind is so the word doesn't come to mind but I think it was unbearable is what I was thinking of to say being in the mind is unbearable And it doesn't always mean that I 
immediately come to a still place, but the suffering is also a teacher as well. And after 10 minutes of walking, worried about my future and if I'll be able to support myself and however I'd meet a potential partner, thoughts about relationships, and my physical health, and then I realise suddenly that oh, there's just this moment right now. And I'm walking, but I'm not here. And very rarely these so-called uh, labelled, what we label as problems, can get resolved in that frantic worrying. It's... But sometimes it can take a moment or it can take a period of time before this awareness is discovered again. You realise that, oh, I've been thinking all day about this or I've been immersed in that and I've just completely forgotten the present moment. But the great thing is the moment you realise this you're no longer in the mind. That awareness is there. I thought I would record today because by recording it allows me to be present, to be able to talk about the present moment. I have to I have to go into the present moment. So recording is almost almost my spiritual practice as well. as I've mentioned in earlier episodes, when there are gaps in this audio, it's just a friendly reminder to not be in a state of waiting, waiting to, for the next words to be said. As Eckhart says, the silence is so much more of a teacher Silence is more important than the words that are spoken right now. And I too am listening or being aware of the silence as I talk. I don't have anything planned to say. I'm just simply here as you are there listening. thing I've been aware of during this challenging time is my 
increased sensitivity to people's energy or the sound of their voice and I find I'm less able to be around a lot of noise especially with talking as well and by all means it's not a negative thing there are people out there that are you know extremely expressive and that's fine but I've just noticed my sensitivity to that and it could also be the busyness of a, of a supermarket or or a coffee shop and uh, that's perhaps to do with my mental health but there's no complaining in that there's no story there's just simply awareness of it okay that's how it is in this moment There's no story of of future of situations of that you have to avoid in the future or or a formulation of problems in the future. And I have many times, including today, have gone to the future and worried about, you know, how am I going to deal with these sensitivities or I go to the past and think, you know, I, sometimes I told a story that I'm getting worse and, and this may be true but, but sometimes there's an, a story attached to that of unfairness of I used to be able to do all of these things and if only if I was able to have that capacity still look at all of the things I could have achieved and before you know it you're back in the mind telling stories immersed in them as 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 who you think you are and this silence that is here is covered up again thought I would read some more of The Power of Now and I haven't been reading it away from the podcast so I thought it would also be a good excuse for me to to read it while recording. It's something I, I seem to do but I don't seem to read when I'm not recording so perhaps I can uh, make this uh, 
more of a regular thing. So, I'm not sure if I've read this passage in an earlier episode, but I'm sure we we could all do with uh, reading it again. I think I left off talking about purpose, inner purpose and outer purpose. And there's a question presented and Eckhart has answered it as well. So the question here is, does it matter whether we achieve our outer purpose, whether we succeed or fail in the world? And outer purpose is things such as your career, relationships, achievements, maybe maybe your standing in all of that as well, your level in society maybe, maybe you want to progress, for example if you're an academic or academia you want to get your PhD or you go higher in your department of expertise. Or it could be somebody who's a singer. That could be their outer purpose. To sing and get a, a record deal or a large following on YouTube, I guess, is more the current thing. So the questioner is asking, does it matter whether we achieve? our outer purpose, whether we succeed or fail in the world. And this is what Eckhart has to say. It will matter to you as long as you haven't realised your inner purpose. After that, the outer purpose is just a game that you may continue to play simply because you enjoy it. It is also possible to fail completely in your outer purpose and at the same time totally succeed in your inner purpose. Or the other way round, which is actually more common, outer riches and inner poverty. Or to gain the world and lose your soul, as Jesus puts it. Ultimately, of course, every outer purpose is doomed to fail, sooner or later, simply because it is the subject to the law of impermanence of all things. The sooner you realise that your outer purpose cannot give you lasting fulfilment, the better. When you have seen the limitations of your outer purpose, you give up your unrealistic expectation that it should make you happy and you make it subservient to your inner purpose.
So I will continue to read on, and we've reached a, a new section of the book. It's got many, I guess, separate areas that Eckhart talks about in The Power of Now. And this section is titled, The Past Cannot Survive in Your Presence. And there is a question again, and this is how the book is structured, of Eckhart's gathered the most common questions he came across while doing his early teachings to people. And it's simply, the power of now is simply in a form of questions and answers. So this is the question on the subject about the past cannot survive in your presence. You mentioned that thinking or talking about the past unnecessarily is one of the ways in which we avoid the present. But apart from the past that we remember and perhaps identify with, isn't there another level of past within us that is much more deep-seated? I am talking about the unconscious past that conditions our lives especially, though, early childhood experiences, perhaps even past life experiences. And then there is our culture conditioning, which has to do with where we live geographically and the historical time period in which we live. All these things determine how we see the world, how we react, what we think, what kind of relationships we have, how we live our lives. How could we ever become conscious of all that or get rid of it? How long would that take? And even if we did, what would there be left? So that's a very long question. Um, And I believe Eckhart sometimes combines questions together. Uh, sometimes the answer can cover multiple questions. So I, it feels like that's what's happened here. Or it could possibly be somebody's actual <laughs> question that he's uh, written to Eckhart. So you're talking about a deeper level of past. And this is the response. What is left when illusion ends? There is no need to investigate the unconscious past in you except as it manifests at this moment as a thought, an emotion, a desire, a reaction or an external event that happens to you. Whatever you need to know about the unconscious past in you the challenges of the present will bring it out. If you delve into the past, it will become a bottomless pit. There is always more. You may think that you need more time to understand the past or become free of it. In other words, that the future will eventually free you of the past. This is a delusion. Only the present can free you of the past. More time cannot free you of time. Access the power of now. 
that is the key. And there is another question. What is the power of now? And we can assume this is the same questioner having a dialogue. And the response here is none other than the power of your presence, your consciousness liberated from thought forms. So deal with the past on the level of the present. The more attention you give to the past, the more you energise it, and the more likely you are to make a self out of it. Don't misunderstand. Attention is essential, but not to the past as past. Give attention to the present, give attention to your behaviour, to your reactions, moods, thoughts, emotions, fears and desires as they occur in the present. There's the past in you. If you can be present enough to watch all those things, not critically or analytically, but non-judgmentally, then you are dealing with the past and dissolving it through the power of your presence. You cannot find yourself by going into the past. You find yourself by coming into the present. And so I'll continue this dialogue, and this is the questioner. Isn't it helpful to understand the past and so understand why we do certain things, react in certain ways, or why we unconsciously create our particular kind of drama, patterns in relationships and so on? And Eckhart says, As you become more conscious of your present reality, you may suddenly get certain insights as to why your conditioning functions in those particular ways. For example, why your relationships follow certain patterns. And you may remember things that happened in the past or see them more clearly. That is fine and can be helpful, but it is not essential. What is essential is your conscious presence. That dissolves the past. That is the transformative agent. So don't seek to understand the past, but be as present as you can. The past cannot survive in your presence. It can only survive in your absence. Okay, and that's the end of the chapter so that might be a good time to to stop reading for this episode. And the next chapter is chapter 5, The State of Presence. So we will have that to look forward to <laughs> in another episode. So for me personally, I find that very... I could relate to the questioner and also what Eckhart was saying and I guess we all can because we all have a past and we all have pain in our past as well and 
I'm currently going through um, counselling and as I was reading Eckhart's answers about, you know, going into the past is a bottomless pit, it kind of, it gave me a bit of refocusing when when I attend my counselling sessions. It will allow me to perhaps tackle what's going on in this in this moment versus analysing the past by itself. So the past dissolves with our presence. Eckhart is saying there is no need to exclusively you know, go back into our past and heal each individual thing and and expect a future where we will be free of the past. It's Eckhart is saying that that will be a bottomless pit of trying to delve into the past. It reminds me of what Muji said, uh, uh, mentioned it a, couple, a few episodes ago, probably before the 10 days of meditation episodes, that in the present moment, everything takes care of itself. Just like the body takes care of itself, you don't have to remind the heart to beat or you know, you don't have to tell the red blood cells to get a move on. So we, we need oxygen in our bodies. It's self-regulated. There is a nature there, an essence that manages itself. And on a wider scale, the present moment, by being present, you know, life is only happening in the now whatever needs to be resolved will arise in that perfect time. You know, there may be many painful incidents you could, you know, you can think about right now that come to mind. And Eckhart is saying, simply be present and whatever needs to be resolved from the past will arise in that space and then when it's met in the present moment when you're not adding to that past event and making that structure stronger by telling a story about it and or telling it in a way to somebody else in in the sense that it's a story in that look at the unfairness i've been through and this i is personal identity it's not the true i but when a past painful event comes up in the present moment, it's met by that silence, that stillness, and that's where it dissolves. You're not keeping it alive by a story. You know, the history of me and all of these things that happened to me, all of these things I've been through, that's just simply the ego sustaining itself, keeping it alive. This is the history of all the things I've been through, all the things I've achieved, you know, my status in this world. And 
it's easy to see how complex and how dysfunctional the mind is, especially with past, past events and what things mean, and how simple and cleansing the present is. And simple and cleansing, they don't do it justice. It's, it's obviously we're dealing with the limitation of language, but we can all relate to that. And I think the power of now is designed in short sections as so you know people can read each section shortly and then reflect upon it. So I'll try and bear that in mind as well as I record more readings of the power of now. And so perhaps for the for the the rest remaining of today and maybe into the next day or two we Perhaps we can reflect on knowing that the present moment will almost heal the past. And perhaps we may catch ourselves telling somebody about a past event and that's fine in itself, but just to be aware that it's not you're not adding to that event and making it stronger making it define you, that that's, that's me and that's what happened to me, versus that all there is is the present moment and my awareness, my acknowledgement, my witness of the now. And if thoughts and emotions come up of the past, they are simply there in this space, in this vast space of now. And they can be tended to as needed. So I think I'll leave it there for today. And I can all, all, already feel the relief or the by being in presence for this amount of time. If it's been about, you know, I think it's been about 30 minutes. You can almost feel the effects of that. And so I'm incredibly grateful that I have this outlet to record and and I hope you also got something out of it by by my reading and by my sharing of my my journey what's happening with me as well okay as always I wish you well in this moment that we share right now and I will speak to you again very soon take care if you have an urge to support this podcast you're more than welcome to visit my Patreon page and you can find the link in the description of the episode there you will find a little bit more information about myself and my journey and my purpose with helping others you can also share and review this podcast these are two simple ways to create awareness and spread 
these teachings and it will also help future listeners to discover this content as well. Thank you.